Perak Hay Mishnah Aleph. In the times of the Gaonim, Mesechtes Pesachim was divided into two Mesechtes, Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. Pesach Rishon consisted of chapters 1 through 4 plus chapter 10, which largely is the discussion of the laws of Pesach, which are still relevant today after the base of Migdash, and the separate volume of Mesechtes Pesachim, Pesach Sheni, consisted of Prakim Hay through Tes 5 through 9. For these Prakim discuss the halachas of the Karban Pesach. Today, of course, it's all consolidated into one Mesechta, but it's notable nonetheless that we are now beginning a whole new section of the Mesechta to again discuss the laws of Karban Pesach. The basic mitzvah is it's incumbent upon every Jew to bring a Karban Pesach. Specifically, the carbon should be offered on behalf of each and every Jew on the afternoon of the 14th of Nisan, Erev Pesach. So meaning that all of the steps of the sacrificial service from the slaughtering of the animal through the application of the animal's blood onto the Mizbeach, all of that had to be conducted on the afternoon of the 14th of Nisan. It was also a mitzvah on every person to eat at least the kazayas of the meat of the carbon Pesach, the eating mitzvah is performed at the Seder on the night of the 15th, meaning that following night the meat was eaten at the Seder along with the matzahs and the maror. And the Pasuk commands that the entire animal be eaten. Therefore, in practice, your groups would have to be formed and a person would have to make sure prior to Yudal uh, Nisan to be registered for a particular carbon to be part of a group so that as the mitzvah will be fulfilled when that's you know, sent to the base of Migdash and offered by the Kohanim. And then he will, with his group, take the carbon animal and roast it on Sliesh and eat that at the Seder. The first mission here focuses on the time frame for offering carbon Pesach. We can only imagine the logistical challenge here that the Kohanim had to process so many carbonos, total carbonos for the entire nation. Things have to be running on the clockwork. Now, on a regular day in the base of Migdash, on a regular weekday, not every Pesach, the basic schedule in terms of Karbonos was always the same in that, per the Pasuk, always a Keves HaEchad Baboker and Keves HaSheni Benavar Bayim. There's every day the continual Atomid lamb Ola offering was brought once in the morning and a second Ola Tamid lamb in the afternoon. And normally, the two Tamid offerings would bracket any other offerings brought that day. So, for example, people had voluntary offerings to bring. All those would have to be brought in between the morning and afternoon to Midin. And therefore, as we shall see, even though technically we could bring the afternoon Tamid a half hour after midday, after halachic noon, but in practice, the afternoon Tamid was delayed to uh, two and a half hours after Chatzos, so as to leave more room in the schedule you know, for whatever offerings had to be brought that day. Because once you bring the afternoon Tamid, that's it. The shop is closed, no more Karbanos. But the Karban Pesach is an exception in that the Karban Pesach is specifically offered after the afternoon Tamid. Torah essentially says, you know, after all of the regular Karbanos are finished, then it becomes appropriate to bring the Karban Pesach. And so the nation only had from the conclusion of the afternoon Talmud until sunset to bring all of the Psachim, of which there were thousands. So our Mishnah will state, 
to accommodate the thousands of psachim, the afternoon tamid was brought earlier than usual. As the Mishnah states, Tamid nishchad bishmona mechza v'kare v'tesha mechza. On a regular day in the base of Megdash, the afternoon tamid would be slaughtered at eight and a half hours after sunrise, so that's two and a half halachic hours after chatzos. That's when the tamid was slaughtered, and it would be ultimately a brat, you burned on the mizbeach, it's an ola, so the whole thing is burned on the mizbeach, but until all of the steps in between were finished, it would be a halachic hour later, nine and a half hours into the day, that's on a regular day. However, ba'arve psachim, neshchot v'shevo mechza, on er pesach, the afternoon tamid, was slaughtered an hour earlier, seven and a half hours to the day, in other words, only a halachic hour and a half after midday, and so that process, it took an hour, so you'd be finished up with the afternoon tamid at eight and a half hours into the day. So the mission is telling us that even though there is certainly a priority to give as much time as possible to bring all of the psachim, nevertheless, they didn't bring the afternoon tamid at the first possible moment, which would be Six and a half hours into the day, you know, half hour after Chatzos, they didn't bring it back that early so as to allow for any voluntary offerings that had to be brought. Again, those who cannot be brought after the afternoon Tumit. So we have to you know, balance these two priorities. And so the afternoon Tumit and her Pesach is advanced by just one hour. The Mishnah adds, Bein Bechol, Bein Meshabbos. This point that you know, if it's not her Pesach, that we wait to two hours before actually bringing the afternoon tamid, that even on Erev Pesach, we don't bring the afternoon tamid earlier than an hour after the earliest possible time to bring it, applies both on the weekday and on Shabbos. It is even if it's Shabbos when voluntary offerings cannot be brought. You can't bring a voluntary carbon on Shabbos. So of course, to bring a carbon involves doing various malacha acts. And so since, uh, by definition, the voluntary offering doesn't have to be brought today specifically, there's no justification to bring that on Shabbos. So seemingly it would make sense that, for example, if uh, Erev Pesach fell out on Shabbos, to bring the afternoon Tamid as soon as possible, I mean, just one half hour after Chatzos. Why wait till an hour and a half after Chatzos? What's the point? We're not anyway bringing voluntary offerings on this day. But the mission rules, no, they're abundant made one straight across the board rule, so as to avoid confusion that uh, the rule always is, if it's not Erev Pesach, we bring the afternoon Tamid two and a half hours after Chatzos. On Erev Pesach, we bring the afternoon Tamid one and a half hours after Chatzos. The Mishnah teaches one exception, and that is in the case of Chal Erev Pesach, Leos Be'erev Shabbos. Erev Pesach falls out on a Friday. In that case, we don't have the option of continuing to roast the current Pesach by that night, for that night of Shabbos. So you can't you know, cook the carbon on Shabbos. You can you know, bring a carbon on Shabbos if that's the time to bring it, but you can't cook your know, roast the carbon Pesach on Shabbos. So we have to roast it before Shabbos starts. So that's a real time crunch that gives us not too much time to get a lot done. We, can, we not only have to bring all the Pesachim, but they all have to be roasted before Shabbos too. So in such a case, it just says, Nishchat b'sheishu mechza v'kar v'shevo mechza. We advance the afternoon Tamid, to the earliest possible moment, six and a half hours, in other words, one half hour after Chatzos. We have Pesach Achrov, and then start with all of the Psachim. In this case, again, we need as much time as possible to not only process the nation's Psachim, but to give everyone enough time 
to roast their Pesachim before the arrival of Shabbos.